Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, quarter to six, just can't get enough. That's what they say. It is Al and Jerry for another 15 minutes or so, then the monster program starting at six. Jerry, I don't like how they're treating uh, former WFAN personality Chris Mad Dog Russo over there at ESPN. This is, what do you uh, mean? He's making a fortune. What did he do? It's just weird. He Yesterday, they were set on the, the show he does with Stephen A. Smith. First take? Yeah, first take. He goes there on Wednesdays. Oh, okay. And they were uh, scheduled to interview Mr. Roger Goodell in person, Mm -hmm. which uh, Mad Dog seemed very excited about. And when he got there, he was told he was not part of the interview. He went all the way to Bristol? He did. Or was it in New York? Um, mm, I think he went all the way to Bristol. Wow. And he said he got there and they told him, oh, no, like, what are you doing here? We, you're not part of this. That sucks. Yeah. Okay. He said he felt like crap. Hmm. That he wasn't worthy to... Oh, it's actually filmed in Manhattan. All right. So he was just was in Manhattan a lot earlier than he needed yeah. to be for his radio show. Wow. How about that? Yeah. So him and... I thought... That's interesting, because I thought back in the day, I thought he had a decent relationship with Goodell, but then again, I guess not. I guess they were saying, like, uh, some of the things he was, he was uh, talking about with the NFL... Leading into the season that, that I guess Roger Goodell didn't want to speak with him about. What did he say? Who like, knows? What would you say going into this season that was bad? I don't know. Who knows? Hmm. Then he was also alerted. Oh, there's that, more. Yeah. That they will be, the show will also have Rob Manfred on. He will not be a part of that. Wait, hold on a second. Yep. Wait a minute. He's on MLB Network every Correct. day. You're telling me that Rob Manfred won't talk to Russo? Or, did the, or hold on, right. or is this ESPN just saying this is a Stephen A thing? He said he was told this is a Stephen A thing, but he believes that uh, Roger Goodell didn't want to talk to him. All right, so it, so the NFL didn't say no Russo, and MLB didn't say no Russo. We don't know that. So this sounds like this is more, it's my show, I'm talking to this guy. That's what that sounds right, like Even to though me. they're scheduled on Chris Russo Wednesdays. All right, well, did they give Chris Thursdays? I don't think so. Are they paying him? Probably. He's fine. He'll get I'm with over him. It. I don't like it. It's disrespectful. It is disrespectful. He'll be fine. He seems sad about it. Like I was reading the the quotes. Like yeah. He seems he seems sad about like that it like it hit his ego. Like they don't think he's a a real journalist to be able to be asking questions and talking to these people. Well, he's that he's a, looked at like a clown. Well, he's not a journalist. He's a talk show host. Yeah, but I guess they like looking at him like. He's a clown. We don't deal with clowns. Okay. I mean, I guess. I don't like that. It's still Stephen A's show. Yeah. At the end of the day. Russo has been a great addition 
He'll be fine. I kind of feel like it'd be like if we had uh, Joe Montana in and they're like, oh, Gio, you're not part of this. Well, that's why you're a clown. Bye. Goodbye. The difference is this is the Boomer and Gio show. Okay. That's not the Stephen A. and Chris Russo show. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Now, if you told me. Right, he's only there Wednesdays. And in fairness, I've sat in with Boomer enough, and I've been part of interviews with former NFL players. Yeah. I might as well just leave. <laughs> <laughs> right. Had they told you, just don't come in this segment. <laughs> Pretty much. It would be less uncomfortable for now, you. Now, if this was the Boomer Esiason program, mm-hmm. and let's say, let's say G was a producer who had a speaking role. But you were told in that moment, listen, I got this. Well, it's Boomer Show. You would say, okay. That's true. You know, if you listen to those Howard Stern interviews when he's interviewing some celebrity, Robin barely right. speaks. Because he's the one that prepped for it. Yeah. He's got the, he probably has a, so much time and you want to get in what you want to get in. Yeah, especially on TV, like first take. All right. And again, he's a guest host every week. It's not the Stephen A. and Chris Russo show. So I understand Russo, it's a little blow to the ego, but... I feel better about it now, Jerry, after talking to you. Yeah, I don't think... I think the bigger problem is no one alerted him. Like, they should have just switched his days. Right, say, hey, Wednesday we got this big sit-down. Stephen A. landed a big sit-down with Roger Goodell, so we'd like to move you to Thursday. Right. Right. It's communication, Jerry. It's it's always communication. It's always communication. Yep. Or lack thereof, as we say. Communication and how you treat people. Right. And when you don't communicate and you make him slip into the city probably four hours earlier than he has to, to be told, don't need you today. And then it's embarrassing you're there. Yes. And now you have to, as he said, I had to walk out with my tail between the legs. <laughs> I didn't even know he had a tail, Jerry. I'm sure he said my tail between my fanny. <laughs> yes, his tail between his fanny. And he got to go have so a So did he tell the story on the air? On, he did. In, oh, I got to see if I can find the yeah. audio. No Marco today. It was on the, uh, I, I was reading it on Awful Announcing Blog. So what maybe, was there audio there? Uh, that I don't I'm care about sure. the quotes. Okay. That I'm not sure. Got they it. normally do link audio. All right. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Netflix quarterback series. Has Matthew finally, Stafford. Yeah, they finally landed a quarterback. That's good. So they can start filming? I guess they actually have already been filming. Who's in it now? So Stafford's with who? Sam Howell? Who got No, they, don't, <laughs> they, they haven't named the other two. So oh, right now the who... only name that's attached to season two is Matthew Stafford. That's it? Yeah. That's all the only one we know about. Hmm. That's interesting, right? Is it just going to be a Matthew Stafford Documentary, documentary on him and his wife <laughs> yeah. for criticizing the locker room <laughs> for being on their phones too much. Yeah. Wow, it's interesting. Okay. Yeah. I thought they were just seeking one more. Yeah, no, I don't think they they this was the only one that has been actually confirmed. Wow. How about that? Do you think he asked, Am I the sucky guy, the really good guy, or the middle of the road guy? He'd be the really good guy, right? He has to be. He's a Super Bowl champion. He's, a, he, He's thrown for Yeah. I don't even thirty thousand yards. I don't even know what he, what the number is. He's loved in Detroit. Went to L.A. and won. It's been a hell of a player. No, he's not. No, he's not the suck. He's so he he's not Patrick Mahomes, but he's not Kirk Cousins. He's kind of in between those two. 
Matthew Stafford was the first college player we had on the show who was going to be drafted. Mm-hmm. We had him in person at a Super Bowl. That I remember when looking at him going, oh, this guy's going to get his ass kicked. <laughs> like, he didn't look like a... Who, who was the quarterback that was there with his parents? And Craig asked him about all the sex he's going to have. <laughs> <laughs> now that he's going to get this big contract. Oh, I don't even was remember. Was that Stafford? Is that possible? No, it was not Matthew Stafford. It was not. Because he came by himself, I remember. Okay. And I just remember <laughs> thinking how young he looked. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine, like, linebackers chasing this guy down. Yeah. Well, look at Zach Wilson. He looks like he's 15. Yes. Yeah, it's so weird. And he's another one. So strange. Like so, like Brandon said something yesterday when I was driving home. He was talking about his mom posting stuff. I don't. I didn't get the entire gist of it because I got to it in the middle. But he's talking about Zach Wilson and how, you know, the last couple of years didn't go good for him. But now at 23, I'm like, now at 23? Yeah. Like this, this my son's going to be 19 in a couple of weeks. So Zach Wilson got was in the NFL at 21. And we talked about him on the air like he's this mythical figure. He's a dopey 21-year-old yeah. who just was allowed to start going to bars. And we think that they're supposed to go out on the field with 80,000 people screaming at them and be great. In New York media. Now, the, the special national. ones do. There's no question. Yeah. But when they don't, we're surprised. You're going to be 52, 53. 54. You might wait yourself in front of 70,000 people <laughs> on the field. Absolutely. So it really is amazing when we yeah. think about it. That's why when you see people like what LeBron James did at such an incredibly young age, at 18, 19 years old in the NBA, it is, it's mystifying. It is funny. Oh, he's a mature 23 now, so we're no. probably in good shape. 23? You were still yeah. finding yourself at 23. Jerry, I barely touched myself at 23. Okay. <laughs> I didn't need that. Oh, <laughs> I thought you got, I'm confused. That's not what I meant. Yeah. I just meant at 23, like I, and again, I was on the six-year plan for reasons we don't need to get into. College. I was just graduating college. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I couldn't imagine being, you imagine at 21 standing up in an NFL locker room as the quote-unquote leader. Leader of who? You don't lead yourself. That's why like the Aaron Rodgers made sense. He looked like a guy who's been around the block a time or two. And can command the locker room. Yes. And the team. So funny. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll uh, final segment, then we'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Right now, Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on your NL East champions. Stop me if you heard this before. The Braves. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got about a minute or so left. Good. I'll give me the biggest story you left uh, out so This far. was the most fun story to me. There was a... a Buffalo Bills reporter named Maddie Glab. Jerry. Yeah, I don't like the way this is written, by the way, but go ahead. And she was caught on a hot mic saying yes. Stefan Diggs uh, doesn't treat people well, saying he will, quote, look in my face and say F you. Mm-hmm. And it was caught on a hot mic. And it was actually funny. It was funny. She, It's written like she was being nasty and mean. Yeah, she She's said it laughing a, through the whole thing. Yeah, she said it in a fun way. Yes. I it, heard it right before we came in here. Yeah, in print it looks worse. It looks horrible in print. I'm like, wow. I'm like, she. this guy's never going to talk to her again. But if he listens to it, I'd be like, yeah, that's right. I do what I want. <laughs> like, I thought she it was goes, funny. Yeah, she was saying, yeah, I guess the he'll look in your face and say F you was the weird part. Because really what she was saying is, they think he's going to come in when they want him to come in and talk to the reporters. He'll come in when he wants to yeah, come in. He's That's what Diggs. He, is. he does what he wants. Yeah. And but, she put up an apology. But the tone was funny. The tone was fun and lighthearted. Yes. Yeah. But, boy, the the stories you read in the headlines are terrible. 
Yeah. And it's funny because in the in her apology uh, writing, she said he has great character and treats us media with lots of respect. But if you look at it just in print what she said, in print what she wrote, it's like these are two completely opposite things. Exactly. The print makes him seem like an absolute jerk. <laughs> yes. As opposed to listening to him. Like, this guy sounds fun. <laughs> do you think he'll take it in a good way? Yes. WFAN-FM, WFAN-FM HD1, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app.